The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone. We are here. You are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show right here on Voice America, America's Voice. We're in our 14th year here, which is very, very exciting. And today I have on a world-renowned guest who's really going to help all of us, or a lot of us, who have acid reflux or have indigestion issues, my guest is Dr. Jamie Kaufman, and her book is Acid Reflux Diet, and she has 111 all-new recipes, including vegan and gluten-free, and she is a best-selling author, combining 35 years of work in the field of acid reflux, including scientific research and the treatments of thousands of patients at the Voice Institute of New York. Dr. Jamie Kaufman has identified the causes and the cures for this much misunderstood health crisis. Her new book, again, is Dr. Kaufman's Acid Reflux Diet, and she is one of the world's leading authorities on acid reflux. She's a professor of clinical otolaryngology at New York Medical College and founder and director of the Voice Institute of New York, which is the leading voice and reflux treatment center in the United States. Wow. Welcome. Welcome, Dr. Kaufman. It's so nice to talk with you. Yeah, it it really is. You know, um, and I've talked with you before, and I think what I have really liked is that your your advice is so uh, down to earth. You know, it's it's very practical. Anybody can use it. It's easy. It's not difficult. So talk to us about, first of all, what causes reflux? Is it common? Is it not common? Does everybody get it once in their life or twice? Or What do you think? Um, wait a second. We're having trouble hearing you. I'm having trouble. Um, is that better now? Now it's better. Now I can hear you. Okay, I'll have my phone. My um, So reflux has gotten so big, it's almost invisible. And by that, I mean it's not just, it's about half, ha- about half of Americans and about a third of Europeans, and depends upon the diet and lifestyle, but it sure is a lot of people. The reason why reflux has gotten so big is because many people don't have heartburn and indigestion. Heartburn and indigestion are the obvious symptoms of reflux, but reflux can involve the respiratory tract or the breathing passages, and then it causes hoarseness, post-nasal drip, a sensation of a lump in the throat, difficulty swallowing, cough, and even symptoms like allergy and sinus and asthma. So it's a big, huge problem. And reflux literally means backflow, and it's the backflow of stuff from the stomach on up. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, 
so uh, it's very big. What would you say, you know, is mainstream medicine really addressing this, do you think, the way that it should be? No. Mainstream medicine has evolved. You know, when I, when I grew up, the doctor was a person who just wanted to help people. Um, he or she wasn't driven by money. Um, mm-hmm. In my lifetime, doctors make business plans, and uh, the specialties have evolved so that one thing is for sure about specialists, specialists uh, always make a good living. And so the fragmentation or the breaking apart of an integrated system into little bits has made doctors so that they, if you will, don't see the forest for the trees. Mm-hmm. And so uh, gastroenterologists believe that reflux is about heartburn in the esophagus only. Pulmonologists don't know that respiratory reflux exists. And ENT doctors are stuck. They just don't know what's what. And so mm-hmm. what's happened is there are millions and millions of people with symptoms that are not getting better that have these conditions. Mm-hmm. All right. So... I guess you're going to tell us what's the answer. I there's probably many answers, but what's the first thing? Because someone may, as you said, someone may have indigestion, but it's not reflux, and someone may have reflux and not even know they have it because they think it's something else. So how do you really well, know? The first thing to say is that the you know in my lifetime the food industry, at least in America, has made us sick. That mm-hmm. um, uh, really the diabetes epidemic, the obesity epidemic the reflux epidemic, the asthma epidemic, all of these are the same epidemic. When I was a child, my mother had dinner on the table at 6 o'clock. Um, the chickens came locally. We knew the men that had supplied our chickens. Mm-hmm. When corn came into season in the end of July or August, that was also not far from our house. Um, it, it wasn't a global industry, the food industry. And so everything has changed so dramatically. Fast food didn't exist and people didn't consume large amounts of soft drinks. Mm-hmm. So if you ask the question, why has reflux increased 400% um, in the last few years? Why is esophageal cancer that's caused by reflux uh, the fastest growing cancer in America? The answer is oh. it's about our diet and lifestyle. I didn't Obesity. know it was the fastest growing cancer. Oh, yeah. It's grown 800% in the last 40 years. Esophageal cancer is the number one reflux cause mm. esophageal cancer. Mm. Um, it's the number one in, in terms of its incidence. It's the number one growing, fastest growing cancer. So, you know, we know reflux, and reflux is killing people in other ways. We know it's related to throat cancer and lung cancer and esophageal cancer, too, as I've mentioned. So all of this, and then lung disease, and and idiopathic pulmonary fibrosis, and COPD, and Mm. asthma, Mm. all of these things are linked together. So what's changed? Well, the first thing that changed, my first book's called Dropping Acid, and it's not called Dropping Acid for Nothing. One of the (laughs) biggest risk factors for the development of reflux is the consumption of soft drinks. Mm -hmm. And it's not just carbonated, and it's not just cola. Almost all of these drinks have acid added to kill bacteria. In mm. 1973, the FDA said we had to put acid in to kill bacteria. But they never dreamed that manufacturers were going to put enough acid in that almost everything in a bottle 
um, is uh, the same acidity as stomach acid. Wow. So uh, stay away from soft drinks. Even even energy drinks and fruit drinks, all of them have acid added. You never heard of E. coli growing in a soft drink because it's too mm, acidic. Interesting. I want to ask you something. You know, when you were talking about um, COPD and, and all of these other diseases, there must be advertisements on television every day for all kinds of drugs, particularly for COPD. I mean, that stood out in my mind. What's your feeling about all of that? The only doctors that know less than gastroenterologists are pulmonologists. The poor lung doctors have relied upon the gastroenterologists, so they don't recognize respiratory reflux. Anybody who has a wet cough, wet cough, you know what wet cough is. Dry cough means nothing comes up. Wet cough means something comes up. Anyone who has a wet cough should be presumed to have respiratory reflux, period. That's probably 60 million people. So wet cough in, in, in Jamie land, in my, in my world, represents reflux cough. And so reflux must be considered. And even in the patient who has no heartburn, um, what time you eat dinner, that gets me to my number two. On the hit parade, after soft drinks, uh, eating too late. Eating too late is the most changed thing in America in the last 40 years. So if you're eating dinner and finishing after 8 o'clock, your chances mm-hmm. of having reflux, and, and by the way, silent reflux, no heartburn, no indigestion, mm-hmm. just maybe sleep apnea, snoring, COPD, asthma, sinus problems, post-nasal drip, mm-hmm. all of these things, what happens? You reflux all night while you're asleep, the mucous membranes get irritated, and then the next day you wake up and you have all these other all right, symptoms. But, but wait a second. So, yes, what if, re- but, lung disease is caused by reflux in, in many, many, many cases, maybe more than half. But what about period. Europe? What about people in Europe who eat dinner at 10 o'clock every single day? Well, the people who live, first of all, they don't eat so many uh, chemicals as we eat. Right. Second of all, portion control is rather much different. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if you get ice cream in an American restaurant, you're going to get three big scoops. Right. If you get ice cream in, uh, in Europe, you're going to get what looks like a, a large teaspoon's worth. Right. So, uh, and, and the other thing is they don't rush to the sofa after their meal and then lie, lie down immediately. Furthermore, right. they don't just eat one meal a day. So Americans tend to not eat breakfast, not eat lunch, and then uh, 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 when they, uh, maybe after work they go exercise and they have child care. So they get home and they essentially are starved and they go to the trough. And then they, after they've filled themselves as much as they can, they lie on the sofa and reflux for a while. Then they get up and have dessert and then go to bed and reflux. Worst thing you could possibly do, by the way, is get up in the middle of the night and eat. There's nothing worse than that. No one should ever get up in the middle of the night and eat. And then you can add other variables like alcohol. If you're, if you're falling asleep drunk or with a buzz, you're refluxing that night all night. So the answer to your question is Europeans have uh, better habits across the board. They have better quality food across the board. And they have uh, much, much more reasonable portions. So they're not overeating at every meal, particularly in the evening. And by the way, they, they hardly ever just rush home and get in the bed either. So this, this idea of, of walking, of going places and doing things um, after eating. Um, by the way, I live in New York, and almost all my favorite restaurants are in Chelsea, though I live in the village. 
What that means is I'm about a mile and a half, and I get to walk home and digest it slowly as I walk mm-hmm. home. Yeah, Walking after dinner is pretty healthy. Yeah. All right. So the answer is Europeans have reflux, but it's about half as much reflux as we do. Mm-hmm. And, and again, going back to the commercials on television for the drugs for COPD, would you say stay away from that, or would you say in some cases they work? Well, that's not the question, do they work? The question is, what's the diagnosis? If the, you know, it's, it, it's interesting because in New York there's a recent advertisement that's showing a young person waking up uh, in the middle of the night coughing. If you wake up in the middle of the night coughing, that's reflux. Mm. The diagnosis must be entertained before mm-hmm. it can be considered and before one can start to make inroads. I've written a book called The Chronic Cough Enigma about coughers. By the way, chronic cough is one of the most common causes of a person seeing a doctor. And um, one of its most common causes is reflux. Again, respiratory Mm -hmm. reflux. Mm -hmm. All right. We're going to take a big, 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 big. Big what? Oh, big, big. It's a big misdiagnosis. It's a big, big, huge ball of wax that needs to be sorted. Right. So what you're saying is drugs can work, but, you have, but it's got to be diagnosed for the right thing, and it may not Correct. be. All right. I mean, l- let me tell you, let me give you, let me give you some data. All we right, quick. Go ahead. Patients Go ahead. with asthma who come to see us, and the vast majority of people who come to see us with asthma don't have asthma. They have reflux. Mm. For those people, listeners, if you, have, if, you have, if you have, quote, asthma, end quote, and you have trouble getting air in, during the inhalation, you don't have asthma. Asthma is trouble during the exhalation, during the getting air out part. Mm-hmm. So if you have trouble getting air in, it's respiratory reflux. It's as simple as that. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, my guest is Dr. Jamie Kaufman. She's the author of Dr. Kaufman's Acid Reflux Diet with 111 all-new recipes, including vegan and gluten-free. Dr. Kaufman is one of the world's leading authorities on acid reflux and has pioneered some of the most groundbreaking research on the topic. When we come back, we're going to talk about what are, what are the ways that you can help yourself prevent reflux or if you have it in terms of what you eat and your choices. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. I'm Patricia Raskin, right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Have you found the beauty inside of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors. But we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors. You can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. 
Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even coworker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to The Patricia Raskin Show. I'm Patricia Raskin. We are talking to Dr. Jamie Kaufman. Her book is Acid Reflux Diet with 111 all-new recipes, including vegan and gluten-free. She's one of the world's leading authorities on acid reflux. She's pioneered some of the most groundbreaking research in the topic. Dr. Kaufman is the professor of clinical otolaryngology at New York Medical College and founder and director of the Voice Institute of New York, the leading voice and reflux treatment center in the United States. She's also written The Chronic Cough Enigma, and she's co-authored Dropping Acid, The Reflux Diet Cookbook and Cure, a New York Times bestseller and most popular book on reflux to date. Welcome back, Dr. Kaufman. Thank you. Okay, let's get into food. You know, for for people either who will get, whether they feel it's heartburn or reflux or any of the symptoms you've mentioned, or people who you want to prevent this, First of all, you said don't eat late. That's one numb thing. And stop doing soft drinks. That's another thing. But what, what are some other things you tell us about? Well, I want to tell you all those things, but I want, to first, I want to first bash Larry the Cable Guy. They've got an ad on TV where he says, eat whatever you want. It's the American way and take a pill. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, that ship has sailed. We now know that this type of medication called proton pump inhibitors it's associated now with the possible development of Alzheimer's, kidney disease, heart disease, bone disease. And so we're not a big fan of these medicines, and they probably never should have been released over the counter. That said, people are turning to us and asking the question, um, can reflux be controlled with diet and lifestyle? And the answer is it can be. The first thing you need to do is to recognize that you have reflux. And so remember, besides heartburn, besides indigestion, post-nasal drip, chronic throat clearing, a sensation of a lump in the throat, difficulty swallowing, breathing difficulties, and horse, these are all manifestations of reflux too. Now, first thing you can do if you've got reflux and you've recognized you've got reflux is do a detox program. The detox program is as clean as it can be, nothing out of a bottle or a can except water. Mm -hmm. 
No fruit except melons or bananas. They have no acid in them. Only uh, no, no condiments, only uh, egg whites. The only meats you can have is a poultry or fi- uh, fish and, and, and chicken and turkey. Um, vegetables, no, no dressings, no condiments. Okay. Uh, oatmeal and things like that and bread. But you see, um, it's very, very low fat, very low acid. And that's, by the way, uh, kitchen closes at 7 o'clock, no alcohol, okay, and no skipping meals. So you got to have a breakfast, you got to have lunch, you got to have dinner, and try to space it all out. So you now, get what, when you said, when you said me, uh, oatmeal or you said bread, um, should it be gluten-free? Well, it depends. You know, we're beginning to think about gluten quite differently. In the old days, it was only the people who had celiac disease. And, you know, it was obvious if you had bread and you got, you know, sick to your stomach and diarrhea, right. people would figure it out. But it turns out that there are a whole lot of other reasons why people should be avoiding gluten. Um, mm-hmm. Gluten can attack other organs. I have something called glutenataxia. And it turned out that gluten was attacking my brain and my balance center. And uh, so when I went gluten-free, personally, after testing for this, by the way, there were tests for it, um, my balance improved. And my, mm. by the way, my psoriasis also went away. Mm-hmm. About a third of the nation is, says they're gluten-free right now. And the reason they're gluten-free is not just about gluten sensitivity. It's about avoiding bread. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole other story. Um, there's a book called Wheat Belly, and in yes. my book I talk yes. a lot about wheat belly. But it turns out that wheat changed, and that when we go back and think about wheat and, uh, and, and what, it, what it is, it, it's changed. So that wheat um, now is very much like sugar. What's in bread is very much like sugar, and of course excess sugar becomes excess fat. So that people who want to lose weight, who are overweight, uh, need to consider going gluten-free and sugar-free. Um, because if you, by the way, if you get the cookies that are gluten-free, they're loaded with you-know-what, sugar, cane sugar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but but there, we're beginning to look, to, to answer your question more directly, we're beginning to look at autoimmune diseases, including things like arthritis and thyroiditis, and skin diseases like psoriasis, balance problems, and and find that there may be a relationship, a higher relationship than we thought to food sensitivities like gluten. Mm, yeah, I find I'm I'm gluten free not because I have the gluten intolerance, but I'm sensitive because I was getting tired. But I do gluten free bread and gluten free pasta. That's what I do if I if I want the carbohydrate. So that had that yeah. Well, you know, I, I've gone to. Uh, I'm a big fan of the potato. Me too. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big fan <laughs> of, of fruit. Oh, um, I find that from for me, um, my most common, um, what I consider dessert uh, uh, sweet, is going to be figs, dates, uh, bananas, mm-hmm. or Fuji mm-hmm. apples. Or happen to be my my personal favorite. I think they're sweet as sugar most of the time. Mm, very good. All right. So we have a few minutes left. Uh, tell us some other things that you think. And you told us basically you do a detox program, and you're basically eating things that have are very low acid. So you said melons, bananas, egg whites, fish, vegetables, poultry, no beef, correct? Correct. The, okay. the, the lean, you know, nothing wrong with eating beef, but you should limit beef. Beef should be once a week and not once okay. a day. 
Um, And uh, I do want to make a comment that there are specific foods that are just known to be reflux triggers. So they're not high fat or they're not necessarily acidic, but they just cause reflux for many people. And by the way, that's not all people. Not one of them is more than 50%. And those include um, onions, garlic, tomatoes, peppers, um, um, nuts, particularly uh, cashews, the least reflux nut is the uh, wow. pistachio and the almond. I'm really um, surprised about garlic. Coffee, because coffee is for some people a trigger. It doesn't matter whether it has caffeine or it's decaffeinated. Um, you'll even find things like green peppers and, um, and cucumbers are trigger foods for some people. Wow. I'm surprised about garlic because I thought garlic well, was so it's healthy. Not a big, it's not a big one for many people. It's a big one for about one out of five people who have reflux. And by the way, it is the meat of the garlic and not the flavoring. So uh, it appears. So, for example, if you like the flavor of garlic, you can, garlic, you can put it in um, uh, the oil and then take it out uh, right. after you've got the flavor or use garlic powder or garlic salt and that'll have less trouble for you if it's a trigger for you. But I think one of the hard things for people is just this recognition. The hardest part about treating reflux is everybody's different. For right. example, um, so how do you I, know? I, I never could eat green peppers, but I had a patient just recently say, oh, I could eat green peppers, uh, uh, but I couldn't eat red peppers. I go, oh, gosh, that's just the opposite of me. And so people do have a fair amount of, of individuality when it comes to their reflux, just like everything else. Talk about tomatoes, because that's one I know I've read that, but I happen to love them, and so I still have them. But talk about, are they, is that a real, tr- a big trigger? Well, it turns out that the tomato is not always a tomato. Now, what that double talk means is that fresh tomato, meaning a slice of tomato or tomato in your salad, right. is a trigger for fewer than a third of people. However... Okay. If you talk about tomato sauce in a can that's full of that's chemicals, different. highly acidified, um, okay. canned tomato sauce is a trigger food for many, many sure. more people. So um, it does matter um, when you, and, and for example, um, you know, things like ketchup, they, they're, they're fairly acidified. There's a bunch of things. So the more close it is to a natural food, the yeah. less likely it is to be a problem for the refluxer. So, so for example, make your own tomato sauce with real tomatoes. Yep. That would work. Okay. But Probably don't use tomato paste. To but don't use problems. tomato yep. paste from a can. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. Everything, All right. Everything, everything that comes in a can or a bottle has been processed by law. And what it either has acid added or specific chemicals as preservatives. But what Much, if it's organic? Many times that's what causes the reflux and not the food itself. But, but I've seen organic. I was just in the grocery store and I saw organic, a can of organic tomato sauce and organic tomato paste. Still yeah, the same a lie. thing? Here's okay. what it says. It says all natural. And then if you look, it says vitamin C enhanced. Okay. Wonder why they put vitamin C in the tomato sauce. Did they think you needed more vitamin C? No. It's ascorbic acid. Okay. And so it's in there in sufficient amounts to produce acidity according to law. It has to be below pH 4.6. So uh, I have a singer comes in and she's all proud of herself that she's drinking uh, coconut water that's all natural, all organic. 
And again, it has vitamin C, all natural, all organic. When we, ve- we measured the pH, which is uh, the, the acidity scale, it was the same acidity as stomach acid. So right. it's tricky because the FDA is not so much interested in the truth um, as, as we might like. All right, closing thoughts. What would you like to leave our listeners with today? This is fabulous. What great information. Go ahead. about diet and lifestyle. Um, among the most important things is not being terribly overweight, not eating late, not eating too high of fat, and staying away from high acidic foods all the time, particularly soft drinks. If you have acid reflux, you still need to be seen by a doctor, and you should not take those purple pills without a doctor's supervision. All right. Dr. Dr. Kaufman, you were fabulous. I mean, tell people how they can find the book and find you. Well, the first book, Dropping Acid, is, if you Google Dropping Acid, you find only me. I mean, Timothy Leary hardly comes up. Um, Dropping Acid is the first book. Um, and the second, it's, a, it's about what I learned the first 25 or 30 years in practice. The new book, Dr. Kaufman's Acid Reflux Diet, is what we've learned in the last five, and it's a little more sophisticated, and it's a little bit, uh, if you will, tighter about a diet, and it addresses sugar and sugar addiction. Um, okay. The Chronic Cough Enigma, all these books are on Amazon, all these books are in Barnes & Nobles. Okay. Thank you so much. Stay on the line for a minute. Thank you so much for being on the program, Dr. Kaufman. Terrific. Thank you. All right, Dr. Dr. Kaufman's Acid Reflux Diet. Look it up on Amazon, Dr. Jamie Kaufman, K-O-U-F-M-A-N. Stay tuned, folks. Our next interview is coming up right next, right here on The Patricia Raskin Show. We'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week. We'll be right back. 